our two cents. With Oscar. fucked it up once again anyways it doesn't matter because it is wednesday the 14th and it is national tape measuring day for all you my construction workers out there it is finally a national day for construction workers where you celebrate the tape measure if it i don't know what to say it's baffling how many national days we can find. How come we can't put them all in the, on the, ca- in the calendar, right? It, it, it would make a lot more sense, and then everybody would know exactly what day it is instead of trying to guess what national day are we celebrating today. That's the real question, right? What national days? I don't know, but I'm here to tell you that it is National Day Tape Measure Day. And if you're a beach goer and a beach lover, today it is National Shark Awareness Day. Is it Shark Week? I don't even know. But the weather is, you know, California is known to have uh, fair weather. And I really messed this one up, didn't I? I did. I'm going to run that way in a second and get my shit. Aha, we're back. Uh, I really, I, I felt like I was getting about to drop the ball on this one right here. Because I'm bringing up that California has always had nice weather because we seem to have better weather anywhere else. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's warm, don't get me wrong, it's warm, but... I guess other places are having it worse than we are. And we say global warming is not real. I mean, I don't say it, but some people do. I think it's real. I just don't think it's going to happen. But today's weather, we're looking at a mid-90s today, 94 highest, I guess, around where I'm at. And 64 lower, maybe. I don't, I don't know how to read that, but I don't even know what that means. When I said I was going to run and get that over there, I actually ran. and I ran, out of, I ran out of breath. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign. Anyways, but like I said, it's... I did not get this ready because I, I, there's no ball dropping. I hate that word. What do they mean when they drop the ball? It doesn't matter. You drop the ball. What does that mean? Like... I, I guess if you're, I, I guess if you're, um, well, first of all, before we go there, I want to say thanks to everybody that has downloaded this and, and, and that has listened to me talk in my learning process and getting comfortable talking to this. I want to thank the fifteen hundred downloads that i've had so far it's it's been great it's been awesome i i I really appreciate it It has been a experience a learning experience for me um i have learned uh, i it's not like i didn't know how to talk in front of in front of i mean i know how to talk in front of people but i don't know how to talk in in this i I see, but that's even a lie because I, I took acting classes when I was younger. Uh, but I, I didn't. I know I didn't learn anything from there. And uh, one second, this this is just save. Okay, so I'm I'm getting the email ready for 
there's a gentleman that we're going to talk today, and, and it's mainly, it, 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 I don't, it, it's not even going to be focused on, on the weather, but on mainly on what he does. He's a, a, a trucker that hauls uh, lumber from the places where they cut it to the place where the mill sends their drivers to pick them up. So he doesn't have to deal with any DOT, which is great. But anyway, so California has great weather. The weather here is uh, always pleasant. Now, every summer for the last couple of years, I've been sitting here and, and watching how things get in other states. Other states seem to be going crazy with the with rain at a weather of 100 degrees. To me, it makes no sense. But, I mean, the only sense that it makes it would be that it would be that it's global warming. But other than that, I don't see why it should be raining when it's 100 degrees. But, I, again, I don't understand anything about uh, meteorologist. I thought it's the right word. I don't even know what the right word is. But I don't know anything about uh, the weather other than it's hot today or it's cold. But like this morning, this is what I'm saying. The California has great weather. California weather is so great that when it's like in, in between, is it spring or fall? Yeah, spring. In between spring and fall, you get three weathers. You get three three different seasons in a day so usually in the morning it's cold you need a jacket and it, it's 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 cold during this is this is during the fall is what i'm talking about and like around 10 11 ish you that jacket's got to come off come off because you're already sweating and we can't have that and at, at around six it gets cold again. So you have three different, well, I guess two different type of weathers in the same day. And yeah, but California weather is lovely. Fortunately, like I said, it, it is hot as shit. It's not even hot as shit right now because it's only 88 degrees, but it does feel hot. I guess we do. We need that weather the feel like weather like Florida has, right? I guess. I don't know what they have out there. But without further ado, I bring to you Chase Barber. He is a truck driver that delivers um, lumber from the place where they cut it to the place where the mill sends their drivers to pick. So let's give him a second. Have him join us. Oh. Got to do a podcast here quick, Eric. Paint guns already, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paint okay. guns already. Everything's ready. I just got to do the podcast. I'll be back right, real quick. Okay, hello. Oh no. Hello. There you go. How's it going, Chase? Chase, correct? Yeah, good. <laughs> Sorry about that. No worries. No worries. Uh, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do, and uh, and and what's going on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, my name's Chase. I. Uh, I haul logs and I work on solar projects and uh, that's, uh, yeah, mainly haul logs. And then the main, uh, the other part is we do solar light towers. We manufacture those. Just in the process of getting one painted up to get ready to head out tomorrow. <laughs> okay, okay. Um. So, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's nice, the job that you have. I see the plate. I mean, I've been watching your TikToks because that's where I found you. And mainly, yeah. the, mainly what I wanted to talk to you about was uh, the TikTok that you posted about the heat wave and the weather and all that jazz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but before we get into that, uh, just a little bit about me. Um, I, I have no knowledge of uh, what it takes to be a truck driver other than uh, my mom's a truck driver. She drives trucks, but uh, I have no <laughs> knowledge of, uh, on what it takes to do that, you know. I just know this. I just see the struggle that she went to when she was learning. And, oh. but, but looking at what you do is a little bit more different because 
you're driving around cliffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we drive down the side of cliffs, up some pretty, pretty nasty hills. Like, a lot of highway drivers, they get nervous when, um, you know, they're at like 9%, 10% grades, and we're going down like 36% grades. Steep. <laughs> yeah, I had the one hill, and it was a... Uh, 26 30 percent but you come down it and then it's got a bunch of uh, corners you got to slow down to like three five miles an hour to make it around the corner and off the other side is about 400 feet straight down and it's just rock wall that's been blasted in you come down the side of that so yeah it, it seems like it'll be eerie especially when it's when it's all snowed out and, and your only guide are those those markers that they put right <laughs> yeah, that's on the government highway on the logging road. You don't even have oh. that. Oh, so then what do you what do you guide yourself with? Just just knowing the road or Well, the road's steep enough that you can just see where the snow goes off. Oh, okay, okay. So just don't get close to where it where it drops off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially don't get close to where it drops off. But it's not going off the drop part that you got to worry about. It's a lot of people worry about going over the uh, the cliff and going down the cliff, but it's more so the cliff coming down on you. Like where you go to, there's avalanche pass, and you have to call in with the radio, and you gotta you gotta call in. Oh, entering the ten and a half uh, kilometer avalanche path, and they give you clearance. You're okay. You're good to go through the avalanche path, and then you tell them when you're leaving the avalanche path. And so how do they monitor it though? Uh, just on the radio, like you just call in on the radio. No, but 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 oh, oh I thought I thought you meant like there was somebody like they would tell you, okay, it's safe to go through right now or something like no, that. No, they just mar they just let you know where they're going through, so they know where to find the body at the end. Oh, over <laughs> okay. Covered. I'm I'm over here thinking that there is somebody in an office watching or something, but no, you're saying other truckers. Yeah, yeah, you're letting the other truckers know where you're at, so oh, if you get okay. wiped out, they know where to go find you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. That's why I was like, I was confused. I was like, wait, how are they tracking it? But okay, that makes more sense. It's you guys doing the job for yourselves. Yeah. The government does go out and they assess avalanche conditions for the day and for the week. They'll go out and they know how the, um, the snowpack layers melt and when it's stable and when it's not. So they let you know when you can go through. And Right. Yeah. See, for my, my job requires a lot, not as much driving as your job requires. But I, what I enjoy the most about it is the sunrise. Uh, back yeah. in back in November, I got sick of, with with the COVID and you know that that good jazz that was, that was, yeah. So I stop. I had to stop working for a month, and that was the main thing that I missed the most. It was just the sunrise, and I had the uh -oh. thought. I had the thought of uh, you know just grab the car and go for, a, for go for a drive. You don't even have to talk to anybody. Just you're, you're in your car and go out for the drive and, and watch the sunrise. But I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I never convinced <laughs> myself to do it. So I kept thinking to myself, "Wow, I've never thought I would say this, but I've missed my job." But there's only one reason why I missed my job, and it's because of the sunrise. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the main reasons I like driving trucks scenery i love the scenery like the sunrises the sunsets the views over the mountains it's and when where we're out there's the closest town to us is two hours away and that town has a population of 32 32 people live in the town and then the next town's two hours away so you got to go five hours just to get to a town of like three thousand four thousand people so it's what i love is that the it's driving where nobody else is. Like, there's no one else out there. You never see another human being. It's just, all I see more bears in a day and more deer in a day than I see people. So I love that. I, I bet you that keeps you calm, right? Because you know they're more dangerous than than people. Well, I guess people could be dangerous, but you're you're out of the you're out of people's way. You're mainly in the, in nature's way you're out there. But that's yeah. awesome that you get to see that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Uh, Last week, I seen three grizzly bears, five black bears, and about 20, 30 deer and wow. one moose. Wow. How big are moose? I, I mean, I've only seen videos. I've, I haven't had the chance or, or the luck of seeing one. I mean, could it be bad luck to see one in person? 
No, most are good luck. As long as you don't see them with the car at high speeds. I'm just saying because they could, could they could trample me or something. That's why I'm saying maybe the bad luck of that. You've seen a horse, eh? Moose are bigger than a horse. Oh, I, I, yeah, I figure. I, I, yeah. I've only yeah. seen videos, like I said, but I haven't seen one in person. <laughs> it never does it justice in per, in a video. I, okay, I figure. You know, I was going to ask you, you said you that you, you work close to a town where there is uh, only a population of 32 people. I yeah. ask myself, what would drive somebody to say, hmm, I want to live in a town with 32 people only? <laughs> to me that, that's you know crazy <laughs> a lot of people think it's crazy but i think it's the way I, I, i'm thinking about buying a house out there myself is okay maybe you can want me there's always good lots of work of for a guy when you're in that town because like there's not a lot of people out there willing to do anything so there's work if you need it that's true and nowadays with um everyone's got internet internet's basically everywhere you got to, it's not like you're remote living in like the 1970s and 60s mm-hmm. you've got internet everyone does their shopping off of amazon and online anyways you can get everything you need delivered to that place the same as any other place but you know your neighbors like there's no uh, rcmp no police station in town nobody locks their doors like all the keys in that town are in the ignition of almost every car you see there's no crime that seems like scary, it's, you live me. in an area with absolutely no crime. There's nobody hassling you. No traffic on your way to work. The wages in that town are really high. Like we make uh, about twelve hundred dollars a day to work there. So wow. So no traffic, no neighbors, no Karens. Everything is right. there's no big businesses, no chains. Everything's small and local. Like it's just, there's just such a nice feeling to it. You know, when you put it that way, it does seem nice. Like it does seem like something I would, I would, I would enjoy doing. And and I do, cause cause I do enjoy having livestock. I got chickens, and and I enjoy having chickens. I got rabbits, and I enjoy having rabbits. Yep. Like I like having them. And but where, where I live, it's 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 not as a, it, it's rural, but it's not a it's not city. It's like towards edge of the city, I guess it would be. Yeah. Um, but we don't see. All the, I mean, we don't see it as as close as you see it every day. Because my work requires me to stay in the city, right? Like I said, but yours requires yeah. you to be out there where it's nice and all green and lush. So, how does that make you feel like on a daily basis? I bet you it makes you feel happy all the time, right? Seeing all I that was nature. Just stay happy. You know what? I am happy ninety five percent of the time. I find I, I am just, I'm a very content and happy person. It's it's in my zen zone. I. I don't have to deal with other people. I don't have to deal with any of the commute to work, the the hustle and bustle. There's no police. There's no DOT. There's no logbooks. It's just you can do whatever you want to do. And kind of everybody else in that town keeps each other in line. It's it's total 100% freedom. Mm, nice. Yeah, and it sounds like it. I mean, there, there's nothing else going on out there, but freedom sounds like it. Yeah, I'm like up there. It's like property is still. I shouldn't say this. People will end up moving up there. I know. Don't keep it. Keep it <laughs> quiet. Keep it a secret. I know. Yeah, I better not say the name of the town. <laughs> but, like houses, you can buy a um, a two bedroom log cabin on twenty to forty acres of land, about two hundred thousand dollars. Not bad. That, that's yeah. nothing, really. Yes. No one wants to live up there. The land's still cheap. So, wow. you think about it as. You, you make about a thousand bucks a day when you're working. That's what they pay uh, truck drivers out in that part of the country because we are dealing with some dangerous stuff. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, they, they work six months out of the year. So See? you might make double the wage of everyone else, but then you take this rest of the year off. You go somewhere, you go away in the winter, you come back and enjoy your little slice of earth. You know, I, my, my, I was born in El Salvador, Central America. And yeah. I remember as a kid that my aunt, my older aunts and uncles, they used to work only like half the year as well. And the, the rest of the time they yeah. would take it off and, and, and they would live comfortably. And yeah. over, when once I got, I got here to the United States with my, when, when, when I, when we moved over here this way, when it, it, it was crazy to me to see that it was work year round, nonstop. And, 
I think the way that you're mentioned that you do it is like six months working on, and, and then you take those six other six other half the year off, then that must help on, on you feeling good and, and not feeling stressed out all the yeah. time. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a big key of happiness that a lot of people miss out in is that like working all the time to buy nice things doesn't bring anybody any happiness. I see way too many people and they got way too much debt. Mm. Like they go out and they finance the new pickups, the new cars, the quads, the dirt bikes, all the toys. And, but then they got to work for it all year round. And I buy some older stuff. That goes from the nineties. I got an old Western star over there from the 1980s, but she's all paid for with cash. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that payment. Exactly. No payment. And then you can take off half the year. You don't stress like right now, the road got covered by a mudslide. So we're off work for a week just due to the mudslide until the government can get it cleaned up again. Oh, okay. So every, some of the guys were stressed out. I'm not. Yeah, I'm still happy. Break, I, yeah. I do. I make these light towers on the side. And so <laughs> they oh, give me a chance helps. to catch up. Yeah, see, see, and it also gives you a chance to do something you like doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's the most important thing, actually doing what you like doing. Um, I always say this. I... I like my job, but it's, I don't enjoy it. it I, I want to find, I want to find my avenue where, where like you found yours that you enjoy it. Cause you know, you get to work half the year and you'll be okay. The next, the next half, because you're, yeah. you're, what well do you off. do for work again? I never really caught that. Oh, no, construction. I never even said it. I do construction. Oh, okay. What yeah. part of construction? Um, the trusses, you know, which I don't know if, I don't know if that's what they call you guys call them. Trusses. The wooden. For like houses, but yeah, for, for the, the house, roof? the roof, the the things that go on top of the yeah. houses, yeah, that yeah, that's what they at the yard they build them and they send them out. If there's anything broken, anything that's not right, we go out and fix it. Oh, okay. yeah, and also we do a we we it's called straight edging, I guess, um, making sure that the ceilings on the in the houses they're all straight for the drywall and like there's no nothing sideways or anything like that. We we also do that part too. But oh yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I it, it it's okay, it's okay, but it's it's not my calling. Like you know, there's people that 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 I see working there, and they're they actually you know want to be there, but it's not like yeah. I'm not saying I don't want to be there. All I'm saying is not it's not my calling, but I do it to the best of my ability because I want to be. Yeah. I, I want everything I do. I wanted to I want to excel at it, even though I don't like it. I, it's not like I keep saying that I don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. It's I don't enjoy it. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. so, okay, okay. So, yeah. It's, you, something you enjoy in life. Exactly. You, you, you do, man. It's Think about it. We spend 75% of our awake lives working. Like yeah. during the week, you spend five out of the seven days of the week doing a job. Why, do, why bother doing something you don't like? I, I am under the... I get paid well, but that's just convenient that I found a job that pays well. But even if I didn't, I would still do this job even if the pay was junk because I like doing it. It's Mm -hmm. You can't. Why waste your life? Why spend five out of seven uh, times out of your life? So what's that, like 60-70% of your life spent doing something you don't like? It's not worth it. Yeah, You're You're not doing that. And you know what sucks about it is that some people actually spend a hundred percent of that time doing it because they die doing the job, and that's the scariest yeah. thing to me. Like I don't want to go. I mean, it, it's it's a rough subject to talk about, but you know, accidents do happen in the workplace, and I've been lucky enough to where I have not seen or or experienced anything like that. Um, but I've heard of cases like, for example, like right before I started working where I'm at. I guess they didn't nail off some some uh, some of the trusses that they put on, and somebody stepped on it, and down he went three floors down to the floor. So you know, yeah, yeah. I get and, and uh, the gentleman shattered his uh, his ankles, both his ankles, and I guess they they had him in the hospital, and they did they didn't do a surgery, so they healed up all messed up, so they had to re-break him to fix him again, and this has been about. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. And it's about been about three years or so, and he's still not. Yeah, still hasn't recuperated from that. He fell three stories. He's lucky he's not dead. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess he went straight down feet first. So, you know, so it's the air quotes lucky, but not so lucky, I guess. But yeah, you know, that, that's that's one of the other of the reasons why, like, I really don't want to stay there because I know accidents happen. And for the most part, you know, you can do you can be as safe as you can, but freak accidents happen. And we all know this. Well, I always ask one of the questions I ask every single host on my podcast is what would you do for work if you're not doing what you're doing now? If you could do any job in the world, what would you do? I got to ask you that question. Ooh, that's a hard you just put you're going to put me on the spot right here. <laughs> on my own podcast. I, oh man, I appreciate it. See, now I'm uncomfortable. I don't even know where to look now because I've never asked myself that. I do know that I since I started doing this, I feel like I've gotten I, I've gotten better since I started and I enjoy this. And like having conversations with you, like I've never even met you and, and I like what you do. And, and, you know, there was a video of you that caught my attention, but it was mainly that that I wanted to talk to, but to you about, but we haven't even touched it because I'm more, more excited to know about your job because it's, it's, it's a little bit more exciting, you know, I, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> but what I'm, what I would enjoy is something I've learned about, a lot about editing not a, more than what I knew before, I should say, because I haven't learned everything. There's still a lot to learn. Um, I've learned some about editing videos and, and, and ed editing audio. And if I could get paid for this and quit my job, I definitely would do it 100%. Um, back in the days when I was younger, I would think about radio, but I never pursued it. I never, ever pursued it because, yeah. you know, Alcohol and weed came my way, and I was like, "All right, this is more fun than, than actually trying to pursue something." <laughs> until <laughs> until I hit about thirty, and I was like, "Oh man, what did I do? What am I doing now? I got to find something to do." <laughs> We've all been there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And here we are today, you know. But I, it, it wouldn't something with uh, production. I would enjoy that definitely. Do an audio kind of that yeah. production. Yeah, production, whether it be audio or, or, or video. Yeah, yeah. No, man, that's a that's a good answer there. <laughs> yeah, but you if did put me in the spot. Yeah, so what, what stops you from going out and doing it? Well, I've talked about this before by myself, that I'm the biggest procrastinator you'll probably ever meet. If I can find an excuse, I will use it. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. That's I do a, the same. <laughs> I do the same. You know what? You know what I found out when I like for starting my own business. The biggest fucking help to me was finding a good partner. Because like if it's just me, I'm letting down. I'll be lazy as fuck. <laughs> I'll sleep <laughs> in till nine, ten, have coffee till eleven. Yeah. But I got a business partner, Eric. Okay. And every day, like you, you got to get up and you got to get to work on time. Cause if I don't, I'm going to be letting down my business partner and he's like my job and he, he comes to work. Cause if he doesn't, he's going to be letting me down. Right. So I've always said something like that. Like if you're starting out a project of some kind, find a good partner. It makes all the difference to get that motivation of Cause anybody can procrastinate and let yourself down, but you can't let a partner down. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, when I started the podcast back in 2019, in December, I started it by myself. And then I I kind of convinced my buddy to, to do it with me. And I say convinced because I kind of had to beg him. And I knew it wasn't his calling. But I, I'm glad he, he joined me for over maybe, maybe about 100 episodes he joined me. And the way I saw it, it, it and the way he would approach it, it was like, Oh, this is what I got to do now. And I got to show up and I don't really want to do it, but I'll go because I told you I'm going to be there. So that's how I, at least how I was feeling that it was. And he says it's not, but, but like I keep saying, cause that's the way it seemed to me, but he said that it was me not having patience, but my patience is not there when we agreed to be, at a certain place at a certain time, don't come at me that you're 30 minutes late. It's like either let me know an hour ahead that you're going to be 30 minutes late and that'll maybe it'll be okay. But to me, punctuality is it's, it's key. Yeah. I'm like, I keep, like I just told you, I'm a procrastinator. I know that if I can find an excuse, I'll, I'll use it. And yeah. I 
hate when people do that to me. So that's why I say with myself is enough procrastination. And that's why I had to cut it with my partner, with him, because I, I felt like I, I felt being dragged because it wasn't his calling. And it, it was something it is something that I'm trying to pursue. And I wanted both of us to be in the same page, but it didn't seem to be that way. So that one, that's oh. why now I'm just again by myself. And but, you know, I'm going to keep running until I come up with my partner like you found your partner. I'm going to keep doing it till till I come up with my own partner. And, and you know, and maybe my partner will hold me accountable for me to stop being lazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never know where you're going to find that partner. So, yeah, I got really Eric that we share the same passion. So it's great. Yeah, it's great when you do find when you do find somebody that that uh, that aligns with your passion, because it makes it a lot easier, like you said. Yeah. Uh, you know where I met mine? Oh, uh, line up to get coffee. Sweet. He was, he was making coffee. He was working at Tim Horton serving coffee, but not that busy. And uh, sitting there to get coffee, and he, he recognized me from around town. He just started bullshitting, and we started talking about different interests or something like that. And I said, "Hey, at the end of the day, like within the next day, I'm like, hey, do you want to partner up on a business?" Nice. He says, yeah, absolutely. And that started it right there. That's all it took was getting a coffee and running into the right guy. And ever since you guys have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Five years now. Nice. See, you just never know where you're going to meet. Like, 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 like somebody that's going to change you and your life. You just never know. But, and that's also my problem too. Like I, like you see me right now and I'm telling you, this is what I like to do. But when I'm outside in the street, I, I, you won't, you won't see me talking to people. I'm not very talkative, but it, this is <laughs> my, this is like, dude, is, is that Eric weird? Is that weird or what? <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is. TikTok, social media, no problem. This I can talk all day. If I'm out in public, I'm like, no, oh, I'm probably knowing someone if I'm talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's to me too. I, I, I just don't want. Somebody would be like, "Oh man, you're annoying. Shut up. Keep keep quiet already. You're already talking." But it, yeah. but it's not even that. Sometimes I just don't have anything to say, and I know when I do this, this is for like entertainment value. So so maybe that's maybe that's why, because <laughs> I don't maybe. see entertaining value out there. But over here, I do. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> to be honest, that's why. I like that's one of the reasons I always ask that question. What would you want to? What would you be your dream job if you wanted to do for work? Like those are the questions you got to ask. And then when you meet somebody that says that they'd love to do production thing, then you got to be like, ha ha ha, I found you. Ah, there you go. You know, <laughs> I, I, say, I, just, I just want one person to be like, you know what? I'd love to do some uh, high grade logging. <laughs> some what? I'm sorry. Like, okay, I found the right partner. Some what? I'm sorry. Some logging. Oh, some. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but that's that's for that. You you must be like a rough dude though, because I mean to be working as a logger that it's got it's a tough it seems like a tough job. Well, I am not a rough dude at all. God no, <laughs> I became a truck driver because I'm not a rough dude. Like I sit in an air conditioned cab, the log loader loads me. I listen to music all day. I'm not a tough guy. <laughs> I mean, like, that does I don't have a sense of fear. I can look down at the hill and be like, "Ooh, that's a long way down," but like I'm not tough. I'm Dear God, I've never even been in a fight in my life. Uh, me too. I mean, well, maybe when I was about 13, maybe. I just threw a punch and that was it. But, you know, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. not proud of it. But <laughs> I gave the kid a black eye, but it, he, he was trying to steal my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Could have let him get oh. away with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, it, it for me, I, I find it myself weird that I... That, I want to pursue this and I'm not very talkative outside of this, but it is what it is. You know, I'm going to keep pursuing it. Hopefully later in the future, I become more talkative with people. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's the weather like for you right now out there? Goddamn hot, hot as balls. Like there's no other, like at least it's cooler than last week, but the week or so before, mm -hmm. um, it got up to 50 degrees. Celsius. Oh, you're, you're, yeah, you're American, so that's like 120. <laughs> I think it got 123 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay, see, but 50 degrees doesn't sound as scary as 122 degrees. 
that sounds more scary if you say 122 degrees. So, you know, they, they have to instill a little bit of fear in us so so we get our shit together, apparently. But that's not, <laughs> that's, that's not what we're here to talk about. But it is, it's so 50 degrees, 122, that's crazy. I to, wonder... To be, this town in Canada got hotter than the maximum temperature any town in... Nevada. Nevada had ever hit. Arizona beat us by three degrees Fahrenheit in Death Valley, but Death Valley only beat us by three degrees, and we're in Canada. That gives you an idea of the heat we had. Well, Death Valley is in California. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. There's a place in uh, Nevada. No, Arizona. There's a place in Arizona the that beat us by and Death Valley. A town and then a random temperature in Death Valley both beat us. Oh, okay. I can see it in Death Valley. Um, what's the normal weather weather like there around this around this time of the year? What's normal? Normal, oh, about twenty five degrees. I don't know what that is in American, but I'll find out for you. I figure like seventy five ish. I I think it's I think twenty three room. Yeah, I think it's about sixty five to seventy. Oh, you said 25, right? And that's the normal? Yeah. Two. Okay, let's see. I'll give me one. I'll say. <laughs> I'm pretty I'll, sure it's exactly. around. Exactly. See, I was close. 73.40, it says. Oh. I was, yeah, I was yeah. fairly close. I said 75. Um, yeah, that, but, that, but that's yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's quite hot. Now I heard something a couple of months back that that the since it's getting hotter up there and even the gla the glaciers are melting and all that. This is about polar bears. They're saying that polar bears are coming down lower and they're mating with grizzly bears, so they're they're making a completely different breed of bears. I don't know if you would have any knowledge of that because you see bears almost every day. Yeah. That's that's farther up north, and they've always kind of done that, gone a little bit lower. Oh, um, okay. it, it, it happens. It's the, the warm weather, the global warming's actually been better for polar bears because the the, whole, the sea ice and the glaciers melting is opening up more of their hunting spots. Mm, okay, they're that's... actually going up a little bit more, so it's more. I think I thought it was more grizzlies going up, but I could be wrong. I'm not far enough. Well, I think. Up in the I think you might be right. I I'm, I'm, I never remember the facts. I just remember pointers, and I just go off of it. But I know our glaciers are melting here. Say what? I'm sorry? Our glaciers are all melting here now, so that's well, what keeps washing our road out is that the we got the alpine glaciers. The glaciers are on the top of the hill, and it got so hot, those glaciers are melting. And essentially, what happens is like these mini lakes pool on the glaciers. It melts the water, and then the lake keeps growing until it hits the edge of the glacier, and then it washes all down the side of the hill at once damn that, that's scary imagine every like what, what are they going to find now and everything all of, all those things that are melting now like not not just like like things or, or stuff like that but i'm thinking i'm thinking more viruses and and, and uh what's the other what's the other word i'm looking for Pat, airborne pathogens it, I, it goes along those things too but but imagine what's going to come out of there and and if it does come out of there, will it still be alive? You you think? I mean, what's your opinion on that? Ah, uh, I, I don't know. It's been frozen in the glacier for so long. You think everything would be? Most of those things that we come out, we can easily treat. So, I don't know. I can't tell you one thing. They are finding a lot of though is gold. These glaciers are retreating into areas that are like it's a heavily gold laden country. So there's a mini gold rush going on out there of people doing plaster mining and just scooping gold out of the ground. What? It, I, I, is this rocks of gold or, or what are they finding? Just flakes of gold. It's plaster mining. Oh, okay, so when okay. the uh, basically plaster mining is gold that's been eroded out of the hard rock by glaciation and erosion. And then that sweeps it down into the creeks and streams and deposits it. So if you can get into these areas where the glacier's been depositing from heavily gold, which of this entire area is, is that there's a lot of gold. So I know there's people out there with uh, sluice boxes and little claims and all that. And he seemed to be doing pretty good for himself, just looking for gold out there. Right. Well, I guess that's an upside to all that. But in, in, in the bigger picture, it, it's not really that great for everything, right? 
that all oh the- no no definitely a bad bad time it's not good yeah well 122 degrees you could pretty much cook an egg outside can't you oh yeah yeah a lot of people died from that one that's for sure you, you guys had uh that weather for three days in a row yeah yeah what were the what were what were the public officials like advising people to do for because of that there? <laughs> Stay cool. That was about it. Uh, drink water. Try and find some air conditioning. Don't what die. What about right? I mean, what else can they tell you, right? Um, what what about power outages? Did you guys deal with power outages? Uh, only when the forest fires came through. But yeah, we didn't have a lot of power outages. Oh, you guys are good on the grid. Like. We we have issues over here sometimes when it gets too hot, like everything starts shutting off. Yeah, we we oh we have a lot of excess power up here though. The big issue down there is when it gets too hot is you guys run low on power because all the AC units suck up the power. Mm-hmm. But um, we're actually a net exporter on power up here. Like we've got so much hydro, so many hydro dams, and um, oh, yeah, kind of uh, that helps. That either does. we export the state so when we our load goes up because everyone's firing up their acs and air conditioners we just ship less to the u.s mm. which probably makes your guys's problem worse but i don't know <laughs> that's that's there that's our problem down here don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what 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 was it that you mentioned on your tiktok about the company that the uh, the train that started the fire and not helping and 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 what was that about oh yeah that's so that town uh, that hit their now, those three world record uh, days is um, after three days of the heat wave on the fourth day of that heat wave, the entire town burnt down in the course of an hour. So basically a CN freight train went through town laying and that's it's metal wheels on metal tracks. So sometimes those leave sparks. Right. And I guess that caught the shrubbery on fire. You could see the train going through town, like leaving sparks and flames and the flames because everything's so dry. It just raced up the hill. And within an hour and a half of that train going through town, the entire town was burnt down. Not good. I think like five buildings, six buildings were left standing. Is this the town you mentioned earlier that has like 32 people? No, no, no. Oh. This this is a bigger this town. This is a big, like oh, okay. okay. Thousand so three thousand people town completely burnt down in an hour and a half. Like no houses left behind at all. No, there's no businesses, no police station, no hospital. Five buildings left out of the entire town. And and, and who who's who's gonna help with that? I mean, because I'm I'm pretty sure like it, it it's a tough thing to to lose a house to a fire, but to lose a whole a whole community. That's what I was getting so damn pissed off on on that TikTok. Because you know what? It, it, it's absolutely bullshit because you see a lot of these things go fund me. And I don't have anything against the GoFundMes. But goddamn, GoFundMes is for little individual problems and all that. And these people were relying on it. Because imagine you, you don't even have time to grab your wallet when all of a sudden you look up and there's flames in your living room. They mm-hmm. high, tried to hightail it out of there and like... The government didn't really do much. Like, they're not setting up hotels, and they're like, here's donation areas where you can drop off supplies for these people. And, like, CN, the company that did it, fucking didn't help at all. I had friends that lost their houses, and they got not even a word from CN. CN says, well, we are currently investigating the fire. Well, that's good that you're investigating the fucking fire, but everyone's houses currently need help. It's not yeah. something to settle five years in court. How about you do something? You're running through this town. You burn it down. You have to replace it. Yeah, that that's that that should be what they be they they should be looking at. Like, okay, well, why don't they get hotels? So you, you know, you're talking about two thousand people. I get that average family. Let's say uh, three people. That's that's six hundred, seven hundred hotel rooms you got to get. But CN's a billion dollar company. They get hundreds and hundreds of hotel rooms a night for their crews as a matter of course. Yeah. Well, why aren't they paying the hotel rooms? And I don't give a shit. They're like, well, it might not have been from us. Well, they have video footage that everyone posted of the train going through leaving Sparks. So, like, what even if it's it likely, likely that it's you, why not do it? You're, it it's still your responsibility. You're still going to go through there, right? And you got to remember, this town with 3,000 people doesn't have a full-time fire department. It's I an agree. on-call fire department. So you 
you get a fire, you got to call people up and they got to go hop down to the police station for leave their jobs, fire up the fire truck, wait for the other people to get out of work and come over. And like, where's CN's, why are they running in this heat? Any other company, you know, you have to have a spark watch and you, you, you shut down, like they shut the loggers down due to, um, oh, it's too hot to work in the bush. You might cause a forest fire. So certain logging around here got shut down. Right. So why but, why isn't the same why, issue with the train, right? Yeah. Why didn't they have a fire patrol near town? Whereas CN has their own police force. They have an actual police force and they have CN police cars going around to make sure nobody deals with their trains. But where's the CN fire department? You know what's crazy? Like, okay, you have all these people that had a... It wasn't their fault. It, it, it happened. It burned them down. And they had to go out of their way to, to make their own GoFundMe accounts for, for them to get help. But you have a church in Paris, and it burned down. And overnight, you had a bunch of millionaires donating billions of money. I don't even know how much money they made. Millions of money. They made millions of money in it, right? Overnight. It's like in total donations see see what i mean so it people are able to do it they they there is no reward in helping all those people for them because the reward that they could possibly be getting from the church from donating money to the church is air quotes salvation right that's what they say that's why they do it but yeah. it's crazy to me to see that they have money for organic organizations that have money to fix their own problems, but they don't have money to help people that don't have the money. And, and it was yeah. pretty much their fault. That, that to me seems crazy. And, and you know, maybe that's why I'll never be rich. Cause I don't understand it. No, I, I don't get it either. And I, I think it's bullshit that like in times of like, you know, mass disasters, forest fires, mass flooding, that it's even relying on people most people are getting by paycheck to paycheck nowadays. Mm-hmm. They don't have money to help everyone else out. You got corporations during COVID and they're posting record fucking profits through the roof profits. And yet, okay, well, why don't we just tax those people as a disaster tax that we could collect and then distribute to these communities in need so that hotel, the government should be covering hotels. Jim these Bezos. big companies damage should be paying the money to cover the hotel costs and the relocation costs right right jeff bezos became the first trillionaire in the middle of a pandemic yeah like how crazy was that a lot of people lost their jobs and that's the thing is like i don't you know what you got these guys launching themselves into space i don't care it's their money they can do what they want with it yeah i agree with you i I would i would do the same thing if i had a few billion dollars (laughs) me too (laughs) (laughs) who wouldn't right i'll tell this flatters it is not flat it only looks flat because you're you're looking at it down you're looking at a circle down and we don't have 4d vision we only have what 3d vision right yeah yeah (laughs) anyways but that's not the point not we're not talking about flat earthers right now (laughs) but yeah i don't understand like like what do these people have no feelings? Do they don't have compassion? No, no, it's not that they don't have feelings and it's not that they don't have compassion. It's, they're human beings like any of the rest of us, I believe, but it's, it's a matter of opportunity cost is that there is so many disasters happening so many times all over the world. How do you deal with them all? One billionaire can like you, you I'll give like Bill Gates his credit. He had that Bill and Melinda Gates foundation that tried to tackle things and they do, they, they do their charity, but they can't do it all. Almost like though, there should be one organization in charge of setting it all up like the government. Right. Well, there is, isn't, isn't that what taxes are kind of for? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you think these places could be paying some taxes and, uh, sorting these things out. Right. Right, I, no, they, but like I said, in random billionaires to say like Bezos probably, you know, it's none of his business if a town in Lytton burns down. That's not a Bezos's business, and it's it's no one else's business other than really the town that lives in Lytton, the country and the province that Lytton is in, and the train that was involved in the thing. I think CN should pay because it's directly their damage. I agree with you. And yes, government should pay because it's the government has a responsibility. 
I, I don't think it's on these GoFundMes and private individuals that had nothing to do with the accident that putting their money up. The same right. way I think Bezos doesn't have a responsibility to Litton is the same reason I don't think Joe and Ann down the street here have a responsibility to Litton. That's right. their money. They earned it. They paid their taxes. They could spend it how they want. Yeah. The but... one billions in dollars a year in profit running their trains through Litton should probably be the ones that had to pay for the damages from running their trains through Litton. Yeah. Just like if, if it was Amazon that was going through there and they started, they, they should be the ones paying it. It's not yeah, then maybe old Bezos should pay it. Yeah, but when I brought up the the church of the Notre Dame church from from Paris, yeah. I didn't mean like like rich people should donate to the town and fix it. No, I meant like like I said, it, it's crazy to me to see that the people do have the money to help. You know, even that yeah. that company, the, the the train company that goes through that town, I'm pretty sure, 100 sure that they had do have the money to help, but yeah. it, it's not going to make them money. So it's not in their interest to help. Yeah, you know what really was the biggest piss off about the, what they did? Mm -hmm. They sent an entire true crew of workers. Well, the forest fire was still blazing. They sent trucks and equipment and all that. One of their bridges burnt down. And they sent an entire crew out to immediately try and get the bridge back up as a, in operation as soon as they can so that their trains wouldn't have to stop running. So they didn't bother helping the town. They didn't bother rebuilding the town. It wasn't that. No, their first concern and only concern was we need to get this bridge going so our trains can keep moving again. The town is destroyed. Firefighters are actively fighting the fire, and your crew is out there building the bridge in the middle of a forest fire so that the trains can keep rolling. That's mm. what's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, again, like you said, it's only their personal interest. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not in the they, people's they interest. Asks it off of this is the main rail line for all of Canada to get to the Pacific Ocean and China. Everything coming in from China uses this one rail line, which is true. There's only the one rail line that connects the rest of Canada through the mountains. Mm. Okay. You had to get that for national thing. But as far as I'm concerned, the government should be putting in a disaster tax on something like, hey, until all the towns are until all the houses are rebuilt that profit from that train should go to the town as far as i'm Definitely. concerned if you burnt down a town you shouldn't be making any profit until that town is fixed yeah i i agree with you they they i wonder what's what's really going to end up happening if people if these people are this poor people are going to end up doing their own repairs or or they'll be compensated Because the, the the appropriate thing to me it is these people need to be at least compensated for what they for the loss. I know you can't you can't bring valuables that had a that special meaning to you. I know you can't bring those back, you know. But but at least give them somewhere to start. That would be the great thing for them to do. Yeah, yeah, something. Definitely. I don't know. It, <laughs> I think we're kind of getting screwed over here by these companies a little bit more. And I, the more and more I see it, like five, six years ago, I was really conservative on all this shit. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, it's a business and all that. And, you know, don't put it on the taxes. And the more you see it, the more you just see that they're making more and more money and we're getting screwed over more and more, I think. Yeah. Every, every year they, they have to make more than what they made last year. And I think that's the problem. They, they, it's never enough. There's not a, there's not a, a, a set price that they can make. It, it's always like, okay, we made a hundred well, this year. Let's go for two hundred next year. Legally, look, the CEO of a company has a duty to the shareholders of that company in order to make money and keep the share price up high. Mm -hmm. They have a legal duty. That's their requirement. Their first interest of a CEO of a big company is to look after the interest of the shareholders. I think there should be a simple law. One, one law that says, you know what, the first duty of any CEO or director of a company should be to the uh, people in the community that they serve. It should be to the, the first duty should be to the country. You look after the people in the country that giving you the right to have, be in business. The country gives you the right to have, be in business. Well, your first duty should be to protect the interest of the people in that country and the communities in which you work in. You have a business in a community. Your first interest should be the people in that community. Shareholder value should be second. That I think a simple law right there would change the books. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, how do we how do we push these people to implement new laws? You know, 
New laws that well, make sense like, and take out the ones that don't make any sense. What What about Norway? Norway has a thing where um, a lot of these big businesses, the government went and bought all the shares. So the government bought a majority of the shares in these big businesses with their taxes. And they said, you're large enough, the government's going to own somebody. And then they appoint somebody to the board of directors to manage the company that looks after the interests of the country. Hey, you want to put a pipeline through it? Oh, okay. Okay, well, we're going to make sure, and then it's nice and easy. The government official can look at these things and say, oh, does this serve the interest of the company? If not, I don't want that CEO or I don't want that decision. Then when the company makes money, it, the, a lot of those profits go right directly to Norway. Norway has like enough money from doing this and all in their uh, little wealth fund that they can give everybody in the country $600,000. How is the innovation though? Because I, I, I understand that, that in competition, there is innovation. Are, are yeah. they innovating at the same speed as, as they would say in this in this part of the world? Well, yeah, they're, they're still a private business, still trying to make profit. Why wouldn't they be innovating? Oh, okay. Okay, make, yeah, makes sense. Market, but they just have, you know, hey, some of this is owned by the government. We got to make sure that you're looking out after our interests. Right. You know, maybe don't do dump all that toxic material in there because that could hurt hurt us a lot more than what it's worth. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard they have a place in Florida where, where there's factory actually dumping like green liquid into the water. And, and to me, that's yeah. like, how is that even legal? Like, it, it's not even legal. That's the question we should be asking. Oh, yeah, and that's whoa. why I don't get where they're like, well, that stifles innovation. That's, that's not innovation. Yeah, that There's definitely nothing is innovative not. about dumping waste into the water. Yeah, That's just being waste, like... I don't know. I think he's actually reversing everything because you're just damaging it worse. You're just making it worse for everybody. And, you know, that's another thing I don't understand with these people. And I say these people because they run the world pretty much, I guess. But Yeah. <laughs> but I don't understand how how they don't think that, 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 that they themselves are here too. It's not just us. Like, you're you're almost drinking the same water we drink you walk the same roads and, and drive the same roads we drive. Why aren't you taking care of this for the future of your family? They don't walk the same roads we walk. They don't drive the same roads we drive. That's that's, that's the issue. They live in much different neighborhoods with much different uh, levels of... Um, <laughs> I meant to say air. We breathe the same air, I meant to say. Okay. Because we, we, we're, we're in the same space, I mean... Like you breathe yeah, this air, and you're you're ruining the same air we breathe. Oh, except they got fancy filtration systems on their car, and the Tesla has the fancy air cleaners outside. And mm. well, there it is. Like, right? <laughs> if you have enough money, you can get away from most of these problems. You have enough money, there where you can live on a private island. Well, that that air quality is a lot nicer on that private island than it is in the crappy parts of the city where you got to commute to and from. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's, they can get away with a lot of things, and it's I don't know, I don't know if there is an easy solution to it. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I wish there was a, a magic wand, you know, where you erased all that all that stuff that that, that we've uh, all the damage that we've done as human beings you know and i say we because we take part into this stuff too i mean as much as we hate it we do enjoy some of the stuff that these people have have brought us but i mean how do you we know what this is goes right back to where we kind of started this conversation on like i work in an area that has absolutely no people in it right what but wildlife rarely ever see another human being that's not one of us working up there and on a small crew of like eight people oh not much so like the air is so much nicer i went into the city when the road got washed out went into vancouver bc and immediately you could just see the smog over top of the city and it's just you can feel the air hit your lungs differently mm. and it's And all I can think of is that we're building bigger high rises, bigger buildings. Why? There's so much of a simpler way to live if you just don't need as much. Yeah. If people scale back how much they want and what they want to have, I think people would be a lot happier and we wouldn't have to do so much goddamn damage to the world. Yeah. Yeah. There's enough of shit to go around. Like, 
it's not a lack of space. I've been up these valleys where I drive three hours in one direction, don't see a single other building or a single other person. And I know that road goes for another seven hours past there without anybody. I don't think it's a, a lack bit. of space. I, I, I think, well, I think there is a lack of space, but like in, in major cities, but overall, like, I mean, like you said, look around, around where you're at, you got plenty of, of, of space, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, Why, why do we need to pack ourselves into cities? I don't think people are naturally happy in cities. You go into a city, you know what I tell you, those people in Goldbridge, a million times happier than anybody I've seen in any, in, when I was in Vancouver. They're just cheerful. They're just happy in life. They got what they need. They're content. The city, it seems to be who's got the flashier car and all these things and the They're wearing these fancy clothes. Well, dear God, the owner of the restaurant in town, and when we hit that heat wave, he came out of the uh, back room of his restaurant wearing nothing but flip-flops and tidy whities and that was it. <laughs> he didn't need a damn shirt on because it was hot. And yeah. nobody in town blinked an eye at him, his old feet sitting there with his stomach out, walking in his underwear through the restaurant. <laughs> hey, that expensive shirt doesn't keep you cool, huh? <laughs> it, it doesn't. The expensive shirt don't keep you cool. The expensive truck doesn't keep you happy. And it's, I don't know. I think there's a hell of a lot simpler way of life out here. If people, would, I don't know, stop being slaves to their own debt and desires for stupid things they don't need. Definitely. Definitely 100%. You're right, Chase. And I think that goes all the way up to that corporate level on these companies where they got to increase. You don't need that share price to be that tall. You don't need three to 10% growth every year. You don't need 8% annual growth every single year when you're running a company. Fuck, just be a little bit happier with what you got. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? That, what? What you're saying, it does resonate a lot with me, but there's people out there that will look at you and be like, well, that's poor people talk, you know, because they have that mindset of uh, the more I have, the better I am. And, you know, Maybe you and I understand that that's not the right way to do it, but there has been something that these people have been taught to think that, that, that that's the right way to be. But you and I, we both know it's not. And, and hopefully these people do get their, 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 their shit together. Yeah, I, is, you know what? Hopefully they're just happy. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Does, does having all that more really make them happy? From what I've seen, No. Most of the time, they're absolutely goddamn miserable because all they do is work and buy shit. Yeah. But they think that's making them going to make them successful. And but the, the, is the success going to make them happy, or is it just going to want to make more? And it's it's almost fuck. It's more of a mental illness than you get, success. You get stuck in a hamster wheel, right? You you and don't get me wrong. There's a difference between being poor and in poverty. It's I've been broke before a few times and like it, that sucks. That generally makes someone unhappy, but there's a difference between having, you know, a 10 year old pickup truck that you bought with cash and a brand new $120,000 Longhorn Laramie. Right. And happy levels of being poor people talk. What is really poor? Yeah, I agree. Cause you know what? I made a TikTok a couple of months back saying that, uh, I forgot, but it was along the lines of, uh, the, Back in the days, even poor people used to eat farm-to-table food, and it wasn't expensive. Like, it was just, yep. go grab the chicken from outside, kill it, and eat it, you know? Yep. But nowadays, having having the ability to eat farm-to-table, it, it's gotten expensive. And it's ridiculous that all the genetically modified stuff has become more readily available, which, it's good, you know? It, it prevents people from starving But at what price? Yep. Yeah, Chase. You know, Chase, this was really fun. I really, really enjoyed my conversation with you, man. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I'm so happy to, that I have that I got to talk to you and I got to see your background, man. It's 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 awesome to know that you that you have a better sunrise than I get to see. <laughs> <laughs> well. We'll get you out here one day. One day, definitely. I have to see it. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'll visit and I'll show you the valley here. You, you tell me if we, what way of life you like. Oh man, I'm already loving it. Right? Like, because like I told you, I, I, I like having chickens. I like having the ability to, uh, to sustain myself rather than having to go to the store. Because eventually, that's the that's where I'm trying to get at. Oh, I was going to ask you this. 
Did you do any hunting out there? Yeah, I like everything about hunting except for the shooting the animal part. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, okay, okay. So I said I love walking around the woods. Love hiking. Can't shoot the animal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not even deer, nothing like that. No, no. I so I bring a buddy and he goes does the hunting. I just awesome. <laughs> take care of the meat. Cool, cool. All right, well, good. Well, that's good. That's good. You know, I wanted to do it, but. I don't know if, like, like you say, I can't get. I don't know if I'd be able to get myself to pull the trigger or, or let go of the arrow or whatever the case I'm, whatever the case is that I'm doing. I don't know if I'll be able to do that. But it's something I would like to experience. You know, to go out there and get my own food. That would be great to to. Oh to know yeah, how to do. yeah. Well, I mean, there's always berries. <laughs> that there is also that, but you got to know which berries you're grabbing. You can't just grab any. Otherwise, you can end up worse than what you started. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt no doubt well you know come up here explore it i'll show you around when you want and definitely we'll see if you or not hopefully one day it becomes true chase and uh i appreciate it man thank you very much thank you very much for giving me the time of the day i know i i, I could tell you're a busy man you're a busy dude and uh you 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 got your things that you're working on so thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to have uh, oh. this conversation with you oh for having me on your podcast it was great talking with you maybe i can uh put you on mine here soon hey send me an email and you, you have my email now send me an email and we'll schedule a day and we can definitely do that okay sounds good all right man thank you very much i appreciate it yeah you too have a good one well what did i say i enjoy conversations with gentlemen that have a different lifestyle than I do. And people like him make it, how do I even express it? It, it, It's so exciting to know that I got to talk to somebody that's always out there in the woods, moving logs everywhere. And the crazy thing is that he gets to see things that we normally don't and it's very pleasant to know that uh he has that uh ability to view all that and uh you know it's it's one thing to know that you can actually see that happening and another thing to know experience those sunrise and those sunsets is what I'm talking about But that being said, I want to thank Chase. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity and the time of the day. And thank you very much for being a gentleman about it. And um, I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. And again, this is our two cents. We have a website. I still have to put it in the description. I'll put it today. (coughs) We have the YouTube channel that does need your subscriptions. It's not much for you, but it means the world to me. So please subscribe to the YouTube channel and I will be forever. Will I be thankfully to you? And I appreciate your time. And again, thank you very much. And that's it for today. Deuces.